This week on Yankee and the Glaive. Whoa! Back at it like a crawl addict. Welcome to Sink Floyd, the end, of, the crawler days end of year special, yeah. where we sync the best albums of 2020 with the 1983 magnum opus Crawl. <laughs> Such a switch. Um, my name is Gareth Blackler, and joining me is James Barron. Hi, James Barron here. Very excited for this <laughs> album of the year special. It's my album of the year, Gareth, this time. What's your album of the year? It's Run the Jewels 4. It's a fucking good rap album, and it's so different from Pink Floyd <laughs> in pretty much every way. Oh my goodness, yeah. So I'm very excited to see how it compares not only to Krull, but to <laughs> Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in terms of syncing. I've never tried to sync anything else with a movie before, so... No, well, did I ever say, hey, um, I, had a, I went to a party a few years ago and I put Krull on the TV on mute. Nice. To kind of like just have us a vibe. Yeah. So in a way, I've synced Kroll with like a Misk party playlist before. Well, yeah, okay. That works. Yeah. It's like a music but... video for the party. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of like, last minute, I was told I could decorate the party, but I had no budget <laughs> or time. But you do so have... So I just chucked some Kroll on. do have access to Kroll. <laughs> uh, I think the lesson there is always keep Kroll within arm's reach. Always keep it to hand in case you yeah. need a holiday special. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or uh, what party. is Run the Jewels? Yes. This is their fourth album. It is. Um, of this duo of Killer Mike and LP, yeah. who have both released many albums before it. Esteemed what is your Yes. What is... And uh, LP also co produces or produces yeah, and most produces. of the songs. Yes. Yeah. What is your relationship with Run the Jewels? Okay. Um, I got into Run the Jewels probably around uh, their second album, RTJ yes. 2, coming out. Um, yeah. Which was. One of the best albums of all time. Absolutely, yeah. It was yeah. a huge album for me that uh, time in my life when it released. And I fucking loved it. Like, bumped it. And then I listened to, like, all of their old stuff. Um, yeah, I was not at all into rap um in high school growing up yeah and then like once i graduated high school and started going to parties and stuff i got introduced to it much more so and it sort of like wove its way into my like genres of music that i that i enjoy and then it's like since like pretty much completely taken over i listen to so much rap music probably um half of my music that i listen to is rap music now yeah, and the other half is Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Pretty much. According to my Spotify <laughs> wrapped, that's exactly what the case was this year. It was yeah. this album, it was a bunch of other like rap artists, and then Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Spotify has the weirdest version of me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't... <laughs> I can't speak to that, but uh, I'm sorry, Spotify. Uh, to my... any listener, James put in such a good effort that his top album wasn't Dark Side of the Moon, it was this album. It's true. 
yes. like of this Run the Jewels album, he still defeated I, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, I somehow listened to Run the Jewels more than I listened to Pink Floyd this year. In terms of, they were number one and number two in my artists <laughs> yeah. listened to this year. So, goes to show that I really like this album. If I listen to it yes. somehow more than the amount of times I've listened to specifically Dark Side of the Moon for this podcast, <laughs> kind of goes to show that I think it's a banger wall-to-wall bangers um yeah i think did you love it immediately when it came out yes pretty much like i I listened to well i'd listened to a couple of the singles they put out like a few singles beforehand and i was like oh i don't really know if i like this as much as like previous albums my i I like okay if i had to rank the other um run the jewels albums it would be number two like run the jewels two then one and then three um, yeah, I think that's they're all, me as well. I think they're all really good. Um, and I don't know at the moment where Run the Jewels 4 would stack up into that. But yeah, I was, I was apprehensive when they were launching singles and stuff. Because I think they came out with Ooh La La and um, Yankee and the Brave before the album came yeah. out. And both those are like fairly out there songs for them, you know. Um, it's, Ooh La La has this very repetitive uh, chorus line that I feel like would be really well, annoying the if you listen to it over and over. Um, <laughs> it turns out I did oh, no do way. that because it was my number one song of the year. Again, thanks Spotify. Um, so, but yeah, it was. Uh, so I was a bit apprehensive about that. But then the rest of the album came out, and I was, yeah. my fears were thrown away because yeah. all the songs in this album are good, Gareth. <laughs> every one of them and i was stoked yeah i was i was very happy with the album when it came out so definitely album of the year for me yeah and here we are putting it to the test the the krull gauntlet yeah so at the top of the year yeah again first time like syncing another album how did it feel like this is probably this is probably my first time listening to an album in a loop with no breaks as well other than dark side of the moon like even with like a five minute i do listen to albums over and over but i usually there's like a five minute break or something so yeah my only like frame of reference for this is dark side of the moon so um having yeah having listened to this three times in a row with this movie was like quite different Mm. uh, as an experience i felt like way more amped especially at the start but like I feel like, yeah, I was just, like, more engaged, I think, the whole way through, because there's so much happening lyrically, and I was just so much more, like, engaged. Like, the, um, Dark Side of the Moon is much more of a chill album. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like you have a bit of downtime to, like, you're like, I'm watching the movie, I'm writing some notes, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty chill. But for me watching this, I was like, oh, God, let's go, 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 <laughs> yeah. go, 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 the whole time, you know? So... There was little to no downtime, and I felt fairly tired after watching. Yeah, but it was it was a positive experience for me. So overall, how did you find it? Um, yeah, same. I was very much more awake and amped to it. It was, it's again, it's even just this little thing of like Crawl and Dark Side of the Moon both start very slow and kind of let you settle in. Mm. Um, this album starts with a short sample of a fake TV show. Yes. And then straight into the loudest, most propulsive beats while Killer Mike, like, yells yells, um, back at it like a crack addict. And then just raps. And there's no chorus to this first song. It's just percussion, like, slamming you over the head. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It does does not really suit the gentle, um, (laughs) like, floating of the 
uh, the Beast's Dark Tower. Yeah, no. But I did love watching the glaive fly around to some stuttering um, LP beats. Yes, I'm into it. Yeah. Are we just, we're yeah. just launching in. This is how it goes. I guess we are, yeah. yeah. Much like the album itself. Yeah, we're, we've started already and you didn't even notice. It's going. Yeah. Here we are. Um, yeah, it's... It, going crazy at this top of the, sh- of the top of the film yeah way over the like yeah you're right in that it doesn't suit as well as dark side of the moon over the floating space castle but like yeah i feel like not much else could you know no <laughs> i feel like if anything's designed to suit a floating space castle it's dark side of the moon right um yeah for sure yeah no that's all good we've got the yeah the two suns and all that um and we launch into Ooh La La before the credits even, uh, the opening credits even stop. So this is another thing yeah. about this album that it's shorter than Dark Side of the Moon. And I feel like songs in general are shorter. So, yeah. like, like Dark Side of the Moon has a lot of long songs. The, the track listing is, like, pretty significantly different, right? There's only, I think it's, like, nine, or, yeah. it's, like, ten songs versus, like, thirteen, I think. Yes. I'm not here for the numbers, James. I'm here for the... Here for the sinks. Crawl. <laughs> yeah, the sinks. But anyway, yeah. I suppose, like, we would have had Speak to Me um, going into Breathe, so that's two songs in of itself. But, like... Um, yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of the time I'm not really counting Speak to Me as its own song, because it's sort of just an no, intro sure. to the album, right? So... Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of surprised that Ooh La La already started before we, like, started the film properly, <laughs> so... Yeah. So with my notes where I've done, like scene versus song like often with ducks of the moon it's like song and i'll list like several scenes yeah. with this album it was very easy just to go like it's just and this this happens and this this that's happens. pretty much it yeah like you're only ever yeah. getting like one-off notes on this on this watch through because it's just all yeah. flying at you so fast um yeah we get the like the black fortress <laughs> landing over the like first chorus hitting in mm. it lands like hits the ground perfectly so i'm into that um of, uh, so this Ola. chorus has grown on you this chorus is a loop of uh greg nice yeah. which is a great name very good um saying ooh la la and it's a sample they wanted to do um the whole time they've been a band but they've only just been able to afford it yeah it's a, which i really like it's a great one um i, I really enjoy I, yeah I, I feel like it is it's one of those ones that i think would be repeat if you just played this song on repeat I feel like yeah. it would be too much, but like in the context of the album, I think it works a lot better. Like a different... yeah, for sure, it's a very hooky part of the album. Yeah, it's one of the ones that I was worried about before the album came came out, but once I saw like the whole thing together, I was like, okay, that's fine, it all works. So, yeah. So there you go. It's definitely like it's got in my head. Like every time I see anything fancy this year, I go ooh la la, oh wee wee. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's definitely an earworm. Like it it's a yeah. fucking fun song like inside of yeah. this like you're just you're just like bumping the whole way through like they're just like having a great time over the whole track you know yeah even the music video have is you seen fun. i haven't seen the music video i have seen an edit i think one of run the jewels did where they cut it together with lenny and carl from the simpsons oh i like that so it looks like they were lip-syncing it that's very good yeah, and there's a great part in the song where, like, Killer Mike goes, ha, 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 yeah. and it just, like, is a repetitive, like, essentially gif of Lenny and Carl laughing. <laughs> That's great. You have to see me that yeah. vision. That's good. I will do. Yeah. Check out that music video when you get the chance as well, because it's a fun one. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking, so, the line, 
<laughs> I've got my first like line sync in the movie. It's kind of yeah. tough with rap because there's so much, so many lyrics so fast that it's like yes. difficult to catch lyrical sync ups. But I got fuck the king and queen and all of their royal sub royal subjects or loyal subjects. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, and that as the slayers roll out of the castle for an attack. <laughs> They're here to fuck up the king and queen, man. That's what they're here oh, to do. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> they're following the advice. Yeah, they listen to Killer Mike. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, the next bit is we like launch into the next uh, track on the album, Out of Sight, um, with um, Colwyn and crew in their like, retinue rolling out. Um, out of Sight is easily my favorite song on this album, by the way. <gasps> Me too. Oh my god! The instrumental, the fucking beat in this song is so wild and so yeah. good. I, yeah, I love it. I love it to bits. If there is a song it that I can play, like, it'd be this. Yeah, the beat sounds like goblins stuck in crystals, but loving it. Yeah, man, that's my whole aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. I've been a goblin stuck in a crystal my whole life, Gareth, and this song <laughs> speaks to me. <laughs> yeah man it's it's good um yeah i'm i'm bumping i'm like loving it the the crew is riding out on their horses and i'm there with them just i i like <laughs> to imagine that they're just playing this from like a ue boom as they're rolling up on the castle going to this wedding <laughs> yeah yeah it's like they're stags <laughs> yeah yeah this is like yeah they're at the like fucking back of the party bus just like living it up <laughs> Um, yes yeah um there's no unfortunately there's no like great transition into the next track um holy Fuck, which has like a yeah. beat switch halfway through um important to note that because i wanted to i was so hoping we would get a sync up with the beat switch like going yes because i knew this is like much like the on the run crash and the the clocks and money i was really hoping I was looking out for points in this album that would be excellent sync-up points. Yeah. And this one was one that definitely stuck out to me. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, unfortunately going into the song, it's just sort of the new couple have just met and they're having, like, a chat. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really work. <laughs> but, you know. Nah. Um, what have we got? The uh, So the fucking, like, slayers roll in and interrupt the wedding and yeah the beat switch happens when we're like panning over to yanir so like all the slayers are rolling up um to attack and we see yanir in the woods the like fingerless gloves guy yeah um that's where the beat switch happens i don't know if that's a sync for me but it is like a cutaway so maybe but yeah for me the best sync in the song is like there's a lot of like we said last week well last time fire mm. at this wedding yes and the song also has the word fire kind of repeated and lots of rhymes around fire yeah the, the outro of the song yeah features like a um a couple of vocal like a, a small child and another another like big man saying yelling out fire more fire yeah. that. and this happens over the um fire appearing the fire ceremony basically the fire yes. appearing in Liz's yeah. hand and all that stuff so i'm like yeah it, it's happening it's happening dot gareth <laughs> yeah um yeah <laughs> i've written in my notes weirdly i'm loving this <laughs> <laughs> well this is your like this is high fantasy yep. and boom bap rap like, pretty much if you guys haven't met james baron this is it. two of my favorite <laughs> things if i did a cover of these are a few of my favorite things <laughs> both, both of them i'd try and rhyme those two <laughs> it would yeah. be very difficult um 
<laughs> yeah, but there's a, a, I'm enjoying the um, the Slayers fighting to bit of run the jewels. Basically, any fight scene yeah. I feel like is popping off with a bit of run the jewels in the background. They're like, yeah, like scaling For the sure. walls and fighting over um, Goonies vs. ET is the track where most of the battle takes place. Yeah, another really good one for me on the album. Mm. The song named after two, like, iconic 80s movies, but weirdly not Kroll. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sadly not. I feel like Kroll could have wormed its way into the lyrics, maybe, but yeah. potentially not. If I was... I thought about this. If I was going to do a um, us-and-them kind of comparison, the team, the good guys, are fighting... <laughs> The aliens, which is sort of like <laughs> Goonies versus ET. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you like, go. <laughs> you know, like that kind of works, right? Yeah. Um, they also in this in the song, there's the line "Fuck you got another planet on stash." Like, do you have another planet uh, to to deal with, basically, or like? Yeah. And yeah. The the beast is like attacking, so they need to do something about it, right? Um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, they're like stealing away Lissa as we gun into Mike's verse. Mike's first verse on the song, which I like. That like is the sort of the turning the tide in the battle thing is when we switch to uh, Mike's verse. It's pretty good. When they're like pulling her away, we get a couple of shots that are like perfectly in sync with the beats of the track. Like it's kind of spooky to me, just in this yes. sequence in particular. Like. The, just the cutting between different shots matches perfectly and i was like uh, what and like <laughs> it, it happened more than i thought it would throughout this watch gareth yeah this is the kind of stuff we like started the show to look for like yeah. cuts on beat but then it's very rarely would it happen yeah it's i feel like yeah dark side of the moon has like a way slower time signature in general Especially yeah, in comparison sure. to Run the Jewels, which is like yeah. fucking upwards of like 140 beats per minute, probably more. <laughs> like, we, it's going pretty crazy. Um, yeah, and I feel like it, this movie was just waiting for, especially in a fight scene, right? You're cutting between lots of different shots quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's matching up pretty well. Um, yeah, the trackings with the line, like, nothing to fuck with, as uh, the Slayer fucking shoots that little cart <laughs> as, like, a power player. Because <laughs> that Slayer is nothing to fuck with, right? He's just like, yeah. yeah. He's here to just start shit, setting stuff on fire. <laughs> and yeah, the n- oh. next track is um, Walking in the Snow, another solid gold banger, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, featuring the um, Gangster Boo, who's featured on previous... Um, Run the Jewels album series on Run the Jewels 2 as well. Uh, oh my gosh. So that um, Run the Jewels 2 song, mm, uh, Love Again. Yeah. Like, it's weird to be in this day and age and feel, like, scandalized by mm. some, like, um, profane rap. But I remember, out like, a lot of people being like, oh my gosh, Love Again. Yeah, like, this is <laughs> oh too goodness. much. Yeah, clutch my pearls. Yeah. Like, it's kind of wild that, well, they, like, that's kind of what Run the Jewels sells themselves on, right? Being like, yeah. as, as rap as it gets 100% of the time, right? That's yeah. kind of their selling point to me, if I had to describe them. Like, they love rap. Hell yeah. And it's all to their strength. Like, if, yeah. Even to the point where their DJ, DJ Trackstar, wears a hat that says rap fan. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, where can I get that hat? That's, I know. that's awesome. <laughs> it would save you so much time. Yeah, it would. It'd save me many conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah, so not much really happens within this song for uh, sync-ups. We've got, like, Alyssa being taken to the castle, and then, like, Yanir fucking around in the castle saving Colwyn and all that. Mm. Um, and, yeah, basically starting on the quest... I do like that, like, this whole exposition is covered in one song, though. Like, as soon as we wrap this up, this scene in the castle, we uh, cut to the mountains in the quest for the glaive, Gareth, as we go into just uh, yeah. the next track. So that's that's pretty cool. Like, that whole scene yeah. sequence, like, fits in one song. Sweet. I think, um, definitely, like, we've had moments where what's happening on screen is no is not as serious as what pink floyd's singing about yeah. and then vice versa where like like a movie like jennifer's body or um children of men is like way more serious than sure. it this is probably the first this is like because obviously just has like some heartbreaking political lyrics yeah, yeah. to see to hear them and like you know remember <laughs> uh, the weight of this world this real world we're living in while the silly man <laughs> deals with his fantasy kingdom yeah, is so strange. Him just fucking climbing up this mountain over just is so funny. Like, dodging yeah. all the rocks. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's not a match at all, but I'm, I'm into it. No. Um, Sometimes the scenes go longer than the songs, obviously. And no more than long climb, where it goes, I've got just, glaive mentioned, yes. Long climb, never look back, long climb, hot glaive. <laughs> There you go. That's exactly right. Yeah, we're like, we're like the whole, um, yeah, him gla- grabbing the glaive and all that. Yeah, it takes place over Never Look Back, pretty much. And then the yeah. ding noise plays as soon as he's grabbed it. Yeah, because that I love that song ends with like a microwave kind of ding sound or like a yeah. bell being told or something. Um, yeah, we launch into uh, the go- the ground below is the next track on the album. And that starts out with Mike saying the line, the God killer, as he lifts the glaive up in the air, doing his like oh, hero, yeah. hero pose. Yeah. That's Perhaps really good. in reference to the glaive. <laughs> yeah, we should ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Were you talking about the glaive in the 1983 movie Krull, perhaps, when you wrote that uh, line? And he would... You know at least LP has seen Krull. Oh, he definitely has. Yeah. Absolutely. He probably hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But he's absolutely seen it. He's big into like all the like pop culture stuff for sure. And like yeah, Mike I remember Mike is getting into it, but definitely like didn't grow up with it. Yeah. They like hang out and he'll put on a like a movie and then they'll be like, Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll get on with That's this. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They recently did a song um for the new Cyberpunk game coming out. Like as part of the soundtrack, they wrote a song together for that yeah. to like promote it. And it's quite clear that, like, LP knows a lot of, like, references to, like, cyberpunk <laughs> things and movies and stuff. And Mike doesn't at all, <laughs> just based on the, like, <laughs> content of their verses. It's really funny. Yeah. It's not a bad song, but it's not on the same level as this album, I would say. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I guess that's why it's not on the album. Yeah. That was, yeah, probably not. I think, yeah, I think it was also just released a lot later, <laughs> but... Oh, yeah, good point. Um, yeah, we got uh, the next stage in the journey. Nah, he's got the glaive, right? Um, we got uh, 
it's not really a great fit from here on for a little bit. We got um, there's a lot. The featured line in this song is "Love never meant much to me" over the like chorus yeah. line, and unfortunately, that's literally what it is about. That like that's key um, motivation for Colvin, right? Is love for Alyssa, and also what Yanir is re- reminiscing about in this sequence. Like, ah, uh, yes, he, yeah. He's also like fawning over a lost love. Um, so yeah, not a great match there, like thematically, but never mind. No. Um, yeah, we're going into pulling the pin now. It's the next track on the album. Another good one. <laughs> I'm going to say that about it. Pretty much everyone, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, it's so hard to talk about things you love. Yeah. Like, I remember um, I was so excited when I went to an LCD sound system concert mm. to talk to people about LCD sound system, and then all the conversation was was like. Yeah, that song's good, eh? Yeah, it's bloody yeah. good. I, I love it, eh? Oh. Yeah. It's like, what do you like yeah. about it? No, I just like the, like, music. <laughs> the whole <laughs> yeah. song. The bit that starts at zero, zero, zero. And everything onwards from there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this song plays over meeting um, Ergo and all that. And there's no really songs. Uh, no, no really. No songs. No songs and no sinks no. throughout. Songs are what Ergo has invented. He's <laughs> yeah. like, that's his podcast where he's trying to figure out songs and he's just like <laughs> eating a whole bunch of pie. Yeah. Um, he records it as a different animal each time. Yeah. Um, so there's no real syncs over the sequence, except again, this is like one full scene for a song. Um, yeah. The line, the last line of the song happens over Ergo spotting the Cyclops in the woods like for the first time mm. the cyclops's first appearance is like right at the end of the song so that's pretty sweet yeah and yeah we're wrapping up the album we've got the final track here a few words for the firing squad which is like a six minute long as close as you're going to get to pink floyd kind of track yeah it has a wailing saxophone yeah. Oh, yeah extended instrumental break yeah yeah um yeah very pink floydy actually and like weird like synthy bits hits as well yeah so very amazing production yeah it's it's a good song yeah yeah it's a it's a like good last song on an album yeah it's like way way longer than all the others and i feel like it's quite different into in tone to most of them it's just like a slow build the whole time yeah yeah, it's quite a different vibe from the rest of the rest of the albums. So. Yeah, they're very good at finishing their albums. All of them like end on Stone Cold Classics. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good work, boys. <laughs> You're up there with the Floyd boys. Yeah, doing a doing a good ending to your album. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got uh, the castle moving. We've got uh, the Bandit crew appearing. Yes. Our boys, Liam Neeson, Robbie Coltrane. Here they are back again. Hanging yeah. out this time to run the jewels. <laughs> Do you think either These... of them like run the jewels? Probably. Bandits literally are running the jewels, right? They're That's here so robbing true. people, like stealing their jewels. Yeah, it's like the whole vibe. So makes sense. If In anyone's fact, listening this... to run the jewels, this song ends with the um, full fake intro to the fake TV show Yankee and the Brave yes. about like criminals on the run teaming up together which is exactly what these bandits have done and what they're doing to um yeah our heroes it's like yeah talking about literal like small time hustlers joining together <laughs> yeah. and all this stuff yeah it's like exactly what's happening on screen which is awesome yeah um 
Yeah. And then, yeah, they, like, roll out on their horses as we go into, like, playthrough two. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, like, the Cyclops saving Ergo with the spear. <laughs> um, and, yeah, the playthrough, playthrough two starts pretty much bang on the, um, uh, Cyclops backstory stuff. Yeah. Which is not very good. <laughs> no good. Yeah. Um, I do feel like if any musicians have made this deal, though, to see the future but only see, like, the worst ooh. part of it, it's got to be Run the Jewels. Wow, yeah. I'd do that. I feel like like it's potentially... I would pick Tenacious D to have done that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please if anyone's, explain. <laughs> if anyone's going to have made a deal with the devil... Oh, uh, yeah. Like... The, classically it's those guys um you That's know that'd be true. dealing with the beast i'm sure <laughs> that also explains why kyle gas is a cyclops yeah oh my god <laughs> imagine if he was the cyclops that would have been amazing oh that would be great shit. like a young ah, oh. young kyle because nothing's more exciting and that's a this is an overstatement but it's so exciting seeing a young jack black and things totally yeah yeah just seeing a, a young character you weren't expecting in general like it was i was stoked to see liam neeson the first time he showed up yeah. in this film i was i was completely floored i was like what the fuck are you doing here liam <laughs> i feel like i didn't even realize it was liam neeson until like the second go around oh my god i spotted his little face like immediately I was like, <laughs> what? what are you doing here robbie coltrane was the sleeper for me yeah that's true didn't didn't spot him uh yeah okay so continuing on we've got um after the like emerald seer cave with the crew <laughs> so <laughs> dumb uh, uh yeah they're like heading into the like weird like 2d line transition portal yeah uh at the beginning of Ulala. If, if you wonder why i'm laughing about this it's because we literally just recorded the last episode <laughs> just before this one and I just am now catching how silly this movie is. I like took a break and ate a sandwich and I'm just back. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a different vibe, this pod. We're just hanging out and having a laugh with a bloody good album. Yeah. And I, I hope that for all of our listeners in 2021. Yeah. This should be the vibe for 2021. Yeah. Just hang out and have a good time. Listen to good albums. Mm. Yeah? Sweet. Mm. Not us, though. We're going to be listening exclusively to Dark Side of the Moon in 2021. Yeah. I hope we both have an album that we listen to more. I'm going to make a make an effort to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not much happens with that with Ooh La La other than just, like, the Emerald Seer stuff. Uh, mm. We've got the Out of Sight transition as um, the kid is just chatting with Ergo, which is just <laughs> nothing. Um, with there's like the spinning emeralds as we see the the fortress. My notes have corrected the word fortress into the emoji for fortress, and Ooh. I don't really, I didn't know that existed. It's pretty cool. It's like a yeah. four tiered little building. Um, yeah, I've never used that emoji in my life, but my phone now has, so <laughs> that's pretty fun. It's going to keep showing up now. You'll see like a romantic. Or like flirty text and it's just a fortress <laughs> about a fortress <laughs> well like you'll, hey, you, you know, know chuck in a few emojis play it cool fortress you want to come you want to come back to my fortress <laughs> you have to get there before it changes location yeah it changes location every morning 
Oh my gosh. This Blake. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weird romance, this song um, <laughs> has like one of my favorite lyrics, which is Two Chains, who Two Chains yeah. is on this. Yeah, I got a, we got our boy here. Yeah. Two Chains. He does a good job, actually. Yeah, I love him on this. Anyway, I think I what's quite love Two line? Chains. And it's especially for lyrics like this, where he's like, I get a text that says, stay safe. I text back, I miss that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, there you go, Two Chains. Priorities, I guess. Yeah. Fuck. But All then right, he does dude. say, be home soon, and I can't wait. Okay. So it's pretty romantic. There you go. It was just a follow-on text from yeah. that other one. <laughs> he was just providing reasons why he'd be home soon. Yeah. <laughs> Context is key with 2 chains. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his verse plays over um, the... The reveal that the emeralds have reverted back into stones. <laughs> which is so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, this fucking film. Okay. <laughs> We've got, um, yeah, slayers. The slayers are here. They're they're attacking, coming out of the lake in the yeah. mist. Um, this plays over Holy Calamifuck. And this is working for me. I feel like oh, Holy yeah. Calamifuck played over the last Slayer battle once more. So, you Oh, know. wow, yeah. I think it was, it just, yeah, it was just ending as the slayers turned up last time. Yeah, we get our beat switch over the, like, lads starting to, like, sword fight them. Bunch of lightning flying around, mm. going into it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh my god, my note has just made me laugh. It's just, I've written here, I'm getting some vibes that the Cyclops is an RTJ fan. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. Um, I'm not sure that I can now in the sober light of day, but... <laughs> Um, I, I feel that he just is, if anyone's existing outside of the, um, timeline, right? It's the oh, Cyclops. Yeah. He can see the future, but it's only his death. <laughs> but the whole time he's just hearing Run the Jewels 4, this boy. Yeah. You what know? we don't he's know is th- under his wig, he made a deal with the beast to like have more ears, but two of those ears are always hearing Run the Jewels 4. Always plugged into some fucking buds, listening, yeah. listening to some RTJ <laughs> off and off. It's why he blinks so slow, because yeah. he's just like fucking vibe into this album. He <laughs> can't possibly blink or he'll miss some album. That's so true with this album, is you do blink and miss stuff. Like it is exactly. so much good stuff happening. Oh my gosh. Anyway, he joins the party at the end of uh, the track here, and we're moving into Goonies vs. E.T. Um, fucking, so, the, a lot of the lines featured here in this in this song, there's like a lot of talk about wishes and genie lamps yeah. and wishes coming true, and they're talking about fucking wishes in the movie. Yes, what exactly. What they're wishing for. Hell yeah. That's perfect. That's the best sync so far. That's a goddamn sync. Yeah. <laughs> With a Run the Jewels album. Yeah. With Krull. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. Oh, I think they said it shouldn't be done, but anyway. Uh, oh, is that what they said? Uh, whoops. <laughs> I just Maybe wish... Maybe too late. My only, like, note for this album is they talk about wishes, but they don't make the pun about LP Aladdin. Oh, wow. Is that anything? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess they that's could've... why I'm not a, like, Grammy-nominated were... rapper producer. If they were to do it, they'd do it on the song. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like they could, they could have compared him to like Al, being like Al, but then talking like Al from Aladdin. You know, yeah, making reference to genies and lamps and stuff. That would have worked. 
Yeah, and then like segued into Al from Home Improvement. Yeah. And the song's just called Al. <laughs> yeah. It's called it samples you can call me Al. <laughs> oh my god. They would not oh I can't imagine LP trying to make a beat out of You Can Call Me Al. No. Fuck, that's so distant. It'd be like he'd take all the notes of the like horns, but instead it's like being played by like I actually to be honest, I can't picture what plays the instruments on Run the Jewels beats. I only picture like plastic melting. Pretty much. Yeah. I think that's the vibe. Everything's so like processed and run through like crazy filters. Yeah. You know? Like it it's there's like semblances of keyboards at some points. <laughs> yeah. But like and a lot of these a lot of these beats are so out there. Like I couldn't describe to you what kind of music is playing with out of sight in particular. No, yeah. Like other than crystal goblins. Yeah. That was the pitch perfect description. Yeah. Like he's fucking harnessed several goblins and rounded them up. <laughs> um Well like um well, the song Just, like it wasn't until I listened to the Song Exploder episode. Uh, someone oh, yeah. exploded the podcast episode on it. Great podcast, by the way. Check yeah. that one out. Where, like, I realized the beat is vocal, so I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, man. It's just, yeah, like, big vocal hits. Yeah. It's sweet. But anyway, um, it'll be, yeah, melted plastic synths playing the dun 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 dun. Yes. They just keep that same, like, that same structure but it's yeah. just raps over oh man i'm kind of into it now get yeah. on it y'all please <laughs> mix it up run the jewels five i'm ready yeah. oh my gosh no give take as much time as you need so yeah um keep doing what you're doing don't listen to us god no um <laughs> yeah so we got uh some shots of the fortress now um that are like fucking again like perfectly cut in time We've yeah. got Lissa, like, wandering around looking for this crown and, well, like, the crown and stuff appearing around her. All this stuff is, like, just so in time with the track. It's wild. Like, all the, like, cuts between scenes. This happens, like, way too often in this. I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah, we've got, um, the, like, fucking crowds are yelling out on the track. And, uh, we've got the folks, uh, the, all the boys are sinking into the quicksand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're screaming out. It's kind of there's something. Yeah, maybe. I, 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 I like it. Yeah, we get uh we go into walking in the snow as um Minnow bloody sinks. Poor Minnow, shout outs to you. Yeah, the, the forgotten member who died in the quicksand. <laughs> um, yeah, quite a lot of death in Krull. Now I'm thinking about yeah. it, like especially compared of, to the films of its ilk. Yeah, a lot of characters dying off. Yeah, like f- fucking most of the Fellowship lived in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was, wild. again, what they were trying to do. It's like, this ain't Lord of the Rings, this ain't Star Wars. <laughs> Everybody on Crow's gonna die. Yeah. It's that bloody beast. <laughs> make quicksand appear. What would be yeah, awesome yeah. is if there was a Crow 2 and, like, a main character just died immediately or something. Or, like, two-thirds, oh or one-third of the way in. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. Fucking, um, Colwyn dies, like, immediately. Yes. Like day and day, is there like waves to camera and is crushed by the rock, like in that previous episode that we mentioned. Yeah, the fucking Cyclops rock crushes him. <laughs> the body oh, of the Cyclops falls out of because it was stuck in part of the uh, Beast's tower, 
and the beast tower floated away and then the cyclops body finally falls out and crushes colin and then we're just going to oh, do no. another film around it tragic yeah get, oh my gosh don't get us to produce the new run the jewels album but do get us to write crawl too we've got ideas mm. we've got ideas for that uh anyway back to this weird experience we've got um <laughs> the little gangster boo um interlude plays over the whole like changeling sequence which i liked yeah it's like a pretty good fit there like just in terms of timing not in terms of context <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know um it fit well we got um yeah so the cyclops spotting the body of the the dead the dead seer in the um in the quicksand uh, that happens right at the end of the song and we're going into just again here oh my gosh yeah um and yeah colwyn's like uh and they the colwyn and the seer go towards the temple as just starts up and um and the line in the song might kill you because they see you strapped mike says yeah like fucking the seer is going in for the kill oh yeah on colin because he sees he's got the glaive he's bloody <laughs> strapped isn't he <laughs> he's going for him yeah but no saves the day again bloody cyclops gets in there with his with his spear what a guy he's strapped yeah he's fully strapped um we've got to move on widow in the web is calling our name yeah yeah there's okay so when liam neeson talks about all his wives yes um, killer mike says that he's moral with his perversiveness oh yeah which is like it's i mean you know he married all those wives you know he could have just could have just had other girlfriends but he <laughs> went and put legal rings on it <laughs> so he was moral ring. in his perversiveness five golden rings yeah yeah maybe um yeah we got oh yeah <laughs> why why is he i such a weird character point that liam neeson has so many wives yeah I don't, I don't understand what it's for it's just like him being a bad dude and a bandit i guess like yeah because oh. i don't know they all needed some sort of personality trait like Robbie Coltrane is not trusting. It's like a curmudgeon, yeah. Yeah, he's a curmudgeon. Um, Liam Neeson has wives. I guess the rest of them do just vanish into the background without these Mm. things. I think maybe it was like last minute, like, oh, we need a reason for for him to get tempted by this, like, beast-controlled lady. And maybe they realized Liam Neeson had, like, such star power. They're like, we've got to write him a couple more things. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he just knows a bunch of hot babes. Yeah, maybe Liam Neeson <laughs> just invited these ladies over. Like, now <laughs> we've got to invite them into this movie. We've just got them on set. That makes a lot of sense for the production of Krull, actually. And yeah. then just, like, whoever was around and could fit into a costume, they got on the film. Yeah, like... for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Just people wandering into, the, like, the back lot of Universal. And they're just yeah. like, yeah, here you go. Put on this fucking robe. Get him up. You're the Emerald Seer now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually is just a man who doesn't, who is that old and doesn't quite know what's going on. He's like, oh, oh no. what? He got really confused after the scene where he had to, they had, there was two of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I wanted to note that um, I was really hoping throughout this watch that the burning claw turning into a rose mm. sequence in the film would sync up with anything, with something. And it doesn't. I was so upset by this. Yeah. Um, it just sort of happens in the middle of pulling the pin for the second time. I was yeah. just like, ugh. 
come on i wish i wish that it's synced up with something hopefully in another in another lifetime it'll happen <laughs> yeah um yeah i've yeah. just also written that i was vibing at the end of this track i don't <laughs> it's not a, not a good note but it's it definitely like this song and the song after it in this part where you're seeing a lot of the beast's castle yeah that's the vibiest parts like oh for sure yeah, yeah. it's good it's it's very good on playthrough three but we've got to get there yeah. um yeah so we get Yunia's journey through the widow of the web all that stuff um over a few words from firing squad it's very again the longest song um on the album it's this cuts pretty well with him going to the fucking spider in the middle it's like yeah the spider chase sequence pretty much matches this whole song that's how long it takes yeah Holy the spider crap. as well could be a metaphor for like the man or like uh corporations and um corrupt politicians and stuff and like oh, yeah love is all that keeps um the old man moving forward on this flimsy web it's yeah. very rtj yeah there we go the spiders see through because we can see through their lies oh yeah yeah man yeah, we can we can make anything work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, welcome to confirmation bias. The show. <laughs> um, yeah, I've written. Uh, we've got um, the orche- orchestra music is playing over us seeing the little skeleton in the webs as well, which yeah. I quite like. The orchestral hit happens over the skeleton <laughs> appearing, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Um, and yeah, we, we reach Lissa and do all the stuff with that. Um, she's like hanging out becoming younger <laughs> yeah um and then yeah it's like over the like yankee and the brave postscript part of the track here um is when they're like hanging out basically she can see herself over the silence she can see her younger self yeah silence between playthroughs yeah and yeah <laughs> my notes are just making me laugh i've just written like defying the law of the web and shattering the hourglass <laughs> to give Yunia more time to get back. That is what happens. Yeah, that happens. that's this film. Yeah, so she shatters the hourglass right at the end of Yankee and the Brave, the actual song, not the outro either. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, if it had been, like, slightly earlier, like, ended on the previous album, that would have been perfect. Right? Yeah. No. But she, yeah, she sat, shatters it at the end of the song, which I was, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. At least that synced up with something. Um, the spider's like real pissed off because he's listening. To, this is the third time Ooh La La's played. And he's sick of the <laughs> yeah. instrumental. Um, and he's like jumping up and down on top of the old, uh, the egg in the middle. Um, and yeah. Old mate, Yanir escapes. He runs back to the fortress. And like, no, not the fortress, the group, and tells them where the fortress is going to be at sunrise. The Iron Desert. It's, oh my god. Why, yeah. His delivery of this line is hilarious, and that he's just like screaming out. <laughs> the Iron Desert. It's so good. Um, yeah. <sighs> and then, yeah, we've got, uh, it's time for Fire Mares, of course, because Yanir's dead now. He's fucking rip in peace, Yanir. Your sand has run out. Yeah. It's, we're going into out of sight, and um, the fire mares, it's time. 
Um, they're getting rustled over out of sight. Oh my god, what? In my notes I've written they're getting rustled over on the run. On the run has pierced, pierced oh, the Pink veil. Floyd, you cheeky devils. Well, how does that even happen? I'm not even listening to On the Run and I can feel <laughs> it in my bones. This song, I guess, is the On the Run of the album. Like, it's the very electronic one that comes quite early. Yeah, I suppose. It's Maybe. also the third track, which counts. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, um... Yeah, they've got <laughs> they're doing the horse rustling over that track, and then like all the jumping onto the horses and that um, happens over the start of Holy Kalamifark. Um Yeah, jumping off cliffs, etc. Yeah, um, which yeah. I guess is what you'd say if you saw a bunch of guys doing this to the firemeers. It is a bit of a Kalamifark, right? They yeah. shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Apparently, um, you can see a stuntman jump off a cliff to get a horse and miss the horse and hit yes. the ground. Yes, you do see this. It like looks like it, like all the stunts look like they really fucking hurt. Yeah, there's a bit where like people are getting dragged behind horses, and that's yeah. like, th- like through mud, I guess. But still, fuck, ow! One of them's like got the fucking cyclops makeup on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as well, which is painful in its own right. Yeah. Um, yeah, our friend the cyclops says goodbye, and we do the firemare's green screen sequence. It's yeah, pretty good. So five years. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. You were going to say the same thing. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Again, a very fiery scene to the song that mentions fire a lot. Yeah, yeah. L- literally, the more fire chanting at the tra- at the end of the track is yeah. happening over like the shot of us seeing the fire beneath the hooves of the yeah. fire, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're flying over the landscape to some Goonies vs. E.T. Not a lot happening there, unfortunately. Um, what have we got now? They're, like, climbing up the fortress and all this. Yeah, they kind of, like, the firemares were running on in the fire when we start listening to a song called Walking in the Snow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's a stretch of an anti-sync, so it's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither... <laughs> You could say that walking is not a, unlike running. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> and uh, snow's not even the opposite of fire, really. Nah, not really. Uh, fire and ice, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Snow and ice. Um, but yeah, we do. We get the verse uh, of um, the like. I think the second verse of um, walking in the snow, starting up over us seeing our, my favorite shot with the cyclops and his spear on the fireman. Yeah. Um, what else we got? We got <laughs> fucking uh, Robbie Coltrane dying. Us, the cyclops saves the day. Like fucking climbs up and wedges himself in the door yet again. Yeah, didn't he what learn from an hour ago? He's seen the future so many times, Gareth. Yeah, you know? although I guess he didn't see this. That's why. Right. Yeah, this is painful. him. Yeah, this is him bringing the painful death on himself yeah. rather than accepting his quiet death with among the firemares. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the fortress moves to its final location in the nice field at the end of the movie, right at the end of the track as well. Yeah. And then, yeah, we're over just, we're inside the, like, the terrifying fortress with all the weird architecture, and poor Liam Neeson gets killed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, with that, he, 
like we move on from his like death scene straight into the second verse of just as well which is cool like oh, yeah. again like just lots of like little cuts between um sequences is where this film is doing its best syncing with this album you know yeah that's where for i'm sure. finding it anyway um, it's just whether or not because there's so much again like we said going on and beat by beat yeah. that it is just like like if i threw a hundred marbles in the air they would hit yeah. parts of the ground that were interesting <laughs> some of them are gonna hit the snare drum that i've set up yeah exactly and that's why our marble band got started <laughs> oh my god a marble band is so good can we do that yeah Holy forget shot. this podcast we're the, we're the, the we're the crazy cat's eyes now <laughs> um yeah we've got uh never look back as um colwyn's going in alone to face the beast uh cutting through the wall with the glaive um our friends get sucked into the spike trap room over the chorus to the song um bal uh is his name baldorf that sounds the guy with the the dagger guy he dies retrieving his dagger like a dumbass yet again (laughs) he should have seen his dumbass death earlier (laughs) Yeah, like, he should have been a cyclops. Would have saved the day. Um, it's very like you, if you did see it as a heirloom, like just an old uh, dagger, then it's very run yeah. the jewels that this person wasn't going to give up their wealth and got. That's true. Murked. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, we're like breaking through to Lissa over um, the ground below, um, and then yeah using the glaive to fucking break rocks and kill slayers yeah oh my gosh why does he do this it's so bad yeah um they're doing a bit of bad they're doing battle over the chorus to the song the like one minute uh, little battle that you remember it takes yeah. place over the chorus here um and then yeah we've got um pulling the pin as the glaive is like str- is struck and stuck in the in the beast, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to pull the pin from yeah, the beast that works. in the form of the glaive. <laughs> I did and just write to... in the notes. Um, there's a glaive in my heart. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm sorry. That's fine. No, I like it. <laughs> um, we got it. Yeah, trying to command it back with his like weird expectant face. Yeah. And yeah, goes in to retrieve it, but the beast is alive. Um, and yeah, they just have the... They shoot the fire from their hands with the, the fire of their love, Gareth, yeah. is what I've written here. Um, uh, oh my god, actually this sentence is hilarious. Down in the caverns, they use the fire of their love from the wedding to fight the blurry beast. <laughs> I think you should write the Wikipedia page for Kroll. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it would get... Um, I saw a Wikipedia page for, that was uh, very early days for oh, yeah. the first time, and a lot of it, you get to put anything in the, like, citation needed kind of thing, and, like, it was about a musician, and they were like, this person said that, that they wrote really blissful tracks, <laughs> and and then, like, someone in the citation had gone in and written, according to who? <laughs> like, really <laughs> angrily. It's great. Who's feeling bliss? Yeah. I've not felt bliss from this person. That's awesome. It's just an enraged Wikipedia editor. I don't know. Yeah. Now, see, the beats, or the Run the Jewels content and beats, like being very Mm. minor key, and also, like, the reoccurring theme that the people who have power 
aren't, don't, you know, they're evil. They're not helping. They're not looking out for um, other people. When you sure. have that playing while you watch this prince mm. fire, fire from his hands, yeah. which is no effort or emotion against this beast. And this beast is suffering. This beast yeah. is like not liking being set on fire. It's a different read, right? Yeah. You really think like, I don't think Colwyn's, I don't know if Colwyn's the good guy. Nah, man. Like, this beast is already dead. He's been shot yeah. several times. And just the shot of Colwyn's <laughs> impassive face as yes. he's shooting him down. Like, takes on a different level, you know? Yeah. So, there you go. Do you think, like, is Colwyn the good guy? Or is he just defending the way things have always been? Maybe, yeah. What if the beast had some really good ideas for the planet Kroll? I mean, he had the cool thing with the, like, rose and stuff. Yeah. His whole thing is he's got, like, the Slayers, and he's got... Uh, I think it's just bad branding on the <laughs> yes, Beast part, honestly. Sure. A lot of his villainous ways involve people growing really long talons, the claws and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the Slayers don't look very nice, but I'm sure they're, like, quite well, like, useful guys to have around mm. as guardsmen. You don't have to ex- expend actual people in your wars, because yeah. you've got these little little friends, you know? Little squids. Yeah, little squiddy men's. Yeah. I, I feel like he would definitely increase tourism because he can make such beautiful art. Yeah, you can travel the world in that black fortress as well. Like, yeah. you can, it's in a different place every day. Like, that is free transportation for the whole of Kroll. Yeah. If you can control where the fortress is going, like, <laughs> goddamn, that's like, you're reaching utopia before you know it. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I don't agree with his kidnapping people policies no but you know you elect someone that you don't 100 percent agree with and you kind of negotiate that's a democracy (laughs) yeah there you go yeah i find it really funny (laughs) that we've sided with the beast on this playthrough i think it's because the beast the beast and the slayers have had the best syncs so therefore they must listen to this music that we enjoy (laughs) i guess so you know like there we go yeah they're on the side of run the jewels and therefore on the side of me so Oh well, god damn. Yeah, don't don't approve of his Bowser-like qualities of stealing no, a princess. Yeah. But besides that, don't know, man. Seems to be doing okay. Cool yeah. architecture. Seems, yeah, very you know. cool architecture. Anyway, there's not much left of the film. Um, we've got yeah the orchestra playing over that sequence as well of the shooting the fire. And yeah, it's pretty pretty fucked up. And then yeah, we're making our way out. Uh, it's like very close to the end of the album and I'm getting very excited. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, is it going to be the perfect three? And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're nearly there. We've got to like bust our way out. He's shooting his fire to like open a hole in the wall. Um, we get, unfortunately we're getting the Yankee and the Brave outro as the castle is exploding. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. Faster like, castle, fucking... faster. Yeah, we, I'm, yeah, I'm, Eat, like, I'm fucking egging this castle to be destroyed faster so that I can get that perfect sync and we like cut to the credits perfectly on it. Yeah. Doesn't happen. We've got to nah. sit and watch this castle explode for like a full minute longer. And I'm so angry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So over the final scenes with like Torquil's manacles being not being removed and all that. Um, and then, yeah, walking away towards the credits, we get like a start of a fourth playthrough. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. <laughs> Um, and yeah, 
that's it. We could get the prophecy again and cut to the credits as we're listening to Yankee and the Brave for the fourth time, and I'm yeah. still feeling it, Gareth. Yeah, and because this album, like, it flows so nicely and we aren't used to hearing it, like, chopped up and on loops. Like, yeah. the fact that it's starting, I kind of just want to, like, finish it. Yeah, man. I'm like, I, I feel hope these good credits about are picking... real long. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good about picking an album that does have the same quality as Dark Side of the Moon and that it can be looped. Yes. Like, like I, I'm pretty happy with that And it like made for a better sinking experience Oh I forgot to say this thing What did you think how did it sink um, This is oh. what I think and how it sounds But, you know. <laughs> but well, yeah. what did I think and how did it what, sink Yeah but what did you think man Oh man it's oh, It's tough it's tough It's not the album we know You know It's true it's true It's on but, a different, different level Yeah Do we still Yes, yeah. I'm forgetting how words work because I'm so. Dude, we've been podcasting a, a while. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I feel like there weren't that many sinks other than the mentioning of fire. For me, and yeah, the fire the... ones were good. Yeah. Um, my arguments are that, like, just in terms of timing, I think it was like a better sink than the Pink Floyd one. Okay. Um, yeah. Just, I found scenes lining up with beats in the track a lot more often. Yeah. And I found, yeah, the fire thing was really good. It didn't have the same kind of syncs, obviously, as as Dark Side of the Moon. I wasn't expecting the same moments to sync up with both albums. Oh, that shit yeah. would have been crazy. But, <laughs> but, um, I would, but, yeah, I feel like, personally, it was a better sync for me. So Yeah, but, definitely more consistent. Like, nothing as great as the horses to on the firemares to on the run but True. yeah good consistent sinks yep so i think we give it a good consistent six yeah six out of ten yeah lock it in if it like i feel like it's weird having a different album on our graph but i'm willing to allow it yeah <laughs> well we've got like the letter z on our graph as well this is our extra outlier zone yeah. so it's fine but this is these are the outliers that are gonna throw our otherwise perfect perfect system out of whack yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's gotta be a margin of error and that's where these final uh album of the year episodes will lie yeah for sure and it's also like what if we were just getting to the point where we were so familiar, like we'd only sing to Pink Floyd? Like you can't trust that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. We've got to see if there if there's more out there, you know. Yeah. And that's what we're going to keep on doing, right? The, we've got your album of the year next. Yes. Next episode, which I'm very excited for. Yes. I actually don't know what it is. Uh, oh yeah, because I, I definitely knew this was your album of the year. Yeah, I feel like it was an open secret among, yeah. <laughs> amongst us. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know your one, so I'm excited to find out what that is. Yeah. Uh, well, my album of the year um, took me for a year that had a lot of, like, ups and downs, but, like, and it was an album that has a lot of variation. It's quite a shaggy album, and I'm as I'm getting older, hmm. I'm getting more into shaggy albums. Um, my favorite album is was... It, is it an album by Shaggy? What was that? Is it an album by Shaggy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my album of 2020 was the 2018 Shaggy album he made of Sting. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> no, I no, no. That. I'm sorry, because I usually like think of this. I'm usually like, it's easier to pitch a movie in our weird, like, baroque way. So. Pitching an album. Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was, you know, I, I, it took me for all of the me's in this 
world. You know, there was Summer mm. Girl Gareth. There was, you know, the Gareth who was in it. There was a Gareth who um, all that ever mattered was Gareth. There was a Gareth who's, <laughs> who knows alone. My favorite album of the year was Haim, Women in oh. Music, Part 3. Nice. Sweet. Good I'm album. I'm excited for this. Good Shaggy time, not featuring Good Shaggy. Shaggy AF. Big Shaggy energy. Look forward to that on the next watch of Kroll on our <laughs> yeah. show. The third Kroll watch. We'll be back to Pink Floyd in fresh movies. Promise. Scouts on it on the podcast. Yeah. We, we will not watch Krull again, at least until next year. Well, I mean, look, we've never said we don't repeat movies, so we could just get some more Krull. Just, just whenever we feel like it. Yeah. It's very comfort food for me, talking yeah. about Krull, so I'm down to do it whenever. But yeah, oh, one more time around the block, and, and then yeah, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, but yeah, until then, um, happy crawler days, James. Yeah, happy crawler days. I'm going. Um, I've been Gareth Fleckler. I've been James Barron. And um, run them jewels fast. Run them jewels fast. Run them, run them jewels fast. Run them, 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 run them,